Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Comfort Watch, the podcast where we talk about the movies and TV shows that we turn to time and time again for comfort. I'm Elizabeth and I'm joined by my little strawberry hoodie wearing Chrissy. I didn't say nugget Chrissy. <laughs> who do who party people? How you doing Chrissy? Oh, you know, living. La vida loca. <laughs> I have to take umbrage with you publicly on the podcast. What happened? You didn't tell me you're going on vacation. Oh my god. It, I didn't know I was going on vacation. I just feel like the people need to know. Okay, I randomly said to our friend Stacy, it'd be fun to go to Disney World. Just me and her as, you know, let's get warm, let's go do dumb things. And then it spiraled into now her kids are coming mm-hmm. and now her nephew's coming. You know, I'm just like someone to say like let's do something. She is someone to she booked. Like she was like found the flights. Wow. And I, Airbnb, we're booked. We're ready to go. So we're going to Disney World. We're only going to Disney. Actually, we're only going to Disney for one day. We're going to go to Universal Studios. And That's then, the better part to me. Yeah. And then our condo has like a lazy river and oh. like a slide for the kids and like apparently an arcade. So I don't know. Me and my three sons yeah, <laughs> and my lesbian wife are going to Disney World, apparently. That's exciting. I didn't mean not to tell you. I thought I told you because it was just a hypothesis. I'm not jealous. It's like I'm not hurt. I'm just disappointed. Like, I'm just like, no, you can be jealous. Like, no. Yeah. Like, I was jealous when we went to see Taylor Swift. Everyone's jealous that I went to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't very happy when you left. Uh, no, I was just more just like, oh, we talk every day. And then the way you like casually let it slip. That's why I was like, I, I know. told you. I, I was just it was like, funny. and when me and Stacey go to Florida and you're like, you're going to what? And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I didn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have, I told you, my memory is so bad that most days I touch my toothbrush to see if it's wet because I can't remember if I brushed my teeth. Why don't you just run those tongue over those little pearly whites? So cool. You know, after you eat, you're like, did I already brush my teeth? Brush them again. Yeah. Well, usually it's like 10 a.m. I'm like, oh. I don't need to. Well, like my gums bleed. I forgive you. I just want to say I forgive you. Thank I you. Forgive you. Thank, thank you. I need, I was waiting for your <laughs> forgiveness. <laughs> I forgot I was even like shocked about it until I sat down here. And then I was like, I got to bring I, it up. I got to shame her. Me? Yeah. No, I'm not mad at you. We're recording a little bit later this week. Yes. So if you're hearing this, it's probably a, at least a day late. Yeah. It's Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. Sorry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, my son is sick again. So mm-hmm. my life has just been scrambled. I mean, big news this week. What? TS11 is coming. Oh, yes. I have a lot of opinions. I just want to say I don't co-sign any of them. Let's That's my go. opinion. Okay. Also, though, this morning, the thing is, you've branded me as like not a Taylor Swift fan. No. I, I just have complicated feelings about her right now, and I don't know how to explain them. I was trying to explain them to Marie the other night. Like, something about how big this tour is and how everywhere she is. It's not that I'm sick of her. It's that she doesn't feel like she's for me anymore. Like, Mm. she doesn't feel like she's mine. And I don't know why, but, like, I think listening to music is, like, such a personal experience. And it's almost like... I don't know. It just doesn't feel it feels like I'm I'm sharing it with everyone and I don't want I don't want to share her. I know she's popular. Like I get it, but like it just now when I hear her music, I it also I also feel like an inferior fan cuz like I've never been exposed to how big people are fans of her until like this whole thing happened and now I'm like, "Oh, I'm just like 
not a good enough fan. So like might as well not be one at all. Well, yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, I'm sure a therapist would have a field day with that. Like, what I, does that bring up to you? I think that it's my deep like emo roots of like, I only want to like what's not cool. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I've accepted for years like i've loved taylor swift for a long time i've accepted that like she's mainstream i like mainstream it's totally fine it's just if it's almost like like when the next generation was like you don't watch like wizards of waverly place and you're like yeah no i'm too old for that now there's like eight-year-olds being like i love taylor swift she's my favorite person in the whole world and they're going to concerts with their moms i'm like it's not for me like well it's it's someone else's it just feels like it's someone else's i do still love her literally this morning 7 a.m sitting on the toilet watching the live of her in tokyo right like just watching mastermind and you know with my pants around my ankles i still love her i can't help it i'm excited about the new album i'm gonna listen oh i'm so excited i feel like i did i know what you're saying I, i totally like i get that way about other things like uh like when Twilight came out, I was like, I'm not watching that. Or yeah. like when people were telling me about Schitt's Creek, I'm like, save it. I don't need it. I think that's why I didn't listen to Taylor Swift for so long is yeah. because I thought like she's like everyone. She's she's not she's everyone likes her. I don't I don't need to like her. The way I feel about her is like the way I feel about a childhood friend. Yeah. Like everybody else knows her. But to me, she's just Taylor. Well, I realized also around the time Midnight's came out, I was thinking about her like all day, every day. Like, does Taylor Swift wash her own dishes? Does she even have to like bathe herself? Like I, every time I do anything, I'd be like, Taylor Swift doesn't have to do this. I would, I think that too. I'm like, does she pack her own clothes? I think of this every day. Like, does she do her own makeup to just go see a football game? I don't know. I think about every, I think about, she's my, she's not my Roman Empire because there's something more than Roman Empire. Like I think about her all day, every day. And it became a bit of an obsession and I kind of just wanted to like, I don't know, train myself out of it. I still do. I still click on, I want to know everything she's wearing. Me too. I I do care. I'm choosy about where I get my news from though. So like I'm a part of like these Taylor Swift groups on Facebook and sometimes people post just too much stuff on there. Yeah. Like this one woman posted that she gave birth to her baby in a car and she said, I don't know why we would make her Southern. Maybe it's because of like the, the where the heart is. She's like, <laughs> and I said, grab whatever you found in the glove box. We got to tie off this umbilical cord. And y'all, I tied it off with a friendship bracelet. <laughs> I wanted to be like, first of all, you're a liar. Second of all. Or you like, I wish I was that. She, she shared a picture. I mean, yeah. But aren't you jealous that you're not that level of fan that you didn't tie off your umbilical cord with a fucking friendship bracelet? No. I don't I, even have a French's I didn't even have one. I don't even know how to make one. I, uh, but I was like, this one, I was like, this is too far. We've got too far. Yeah. I, I love conspiracies, but I get so anxious. So, okay, so this is what happened. Sunday night, I'm working the Grammys, so I'm not watching them. I'm just writing, doing my job. I get a message on my phone from one of our listener friends, Ashley. Yeah. And she goes... What did she say? She all of a sudden I was in captions like TS11 coming yeah. for you, and I looked at it and I and I was like, what the hell is this a joke? So I checked her messages and I checked the news and mm-hmm. I saw that she announced a new album and all of a sudden my heart started to like pound. Yeah, and I had taken some caffeine pills that day. Yeah, so I was like, this is gonna send me into a cardiac event. Yeah, and I started getting really anxious the way like we do because yeah, first of all, I don't know if. Like, what, sonically, where are we going? Yeah. Now I have to decode all these new things. Yes. Like, I I love it, but it's, like, it, uh, I get so anxious. Yeah. 
I think what I struggle with is the you the instant she's like pre-order it right away, and I get it. There's a lot of you know conversations about Taylor Swift and like capitalism and stuff but how do you know it's good like we're just i know that you can just love someone but there's bands that i have loved and then an album comes out and i'm like not for me you know like i don't know i think uh when lover came out i think that was the first time i ever really thought oh okay there's some skips i think that was yeah. for me and then now looking back at lover i'm like okay there are a lot more songs that i like on here now yeah i think so too going back and listening to it I skip I mean, a obviously, lot less. Cruel Summer Slapped, Death by a Thousand Cuts was great. Mm-hmm. I even like Daylight, but that was the first time I ever thought, oh, maybe this is not it. Yeah. I think what it is is I just don't get how people are like, I'm already obsessed. You don't even know. What if it's like a rap album that's terrible? You have no idea what she's going to do next. But aren't we obsessed? Because we're thinking about it all the time. Oh, my God. Well, not me fucking expanding the picture of Me the track too. list to be you know i had to look up love of my life i have no idea what you didn't know what lo i've M-L never was? i didn't even know if it was like one m i was like searching different versions of it and i was like oh love of my life i'm an idiot so my thing is after slut i thought we were gonna get a certain kind of song so now i look at these track titles and i'm like i, I don't no even idea. know where we're going no yeah I'm in the like, car. We my boy likes going. to break his favorite toys or whatever. It could be literally, this is why we can't have nice things. And it could also oh, be... That's a great song. Like, tolerate it. You have no idea. Right. I think my thing is, and I always wonder about her. First of all, where do you get your... No, this sounds so stupid. Where do you get your feelings from? <laughs> because, like, I have a lot of feelings, but I yeah. always feel like I have to suppress them. Don't indulge them. Don't indulge any creativity. But for a while, I went on a TikTok uh, poetry, like, posting thing. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's, she's made a career out of this. But how do you keep that muscle of just, like, keeping the floodgates open? I don't know. I don't... My floodgates are dry, bone dry. Yeah. Every I time I have a, a feeling, I'm like, get back down there. Exactly. Yeah, I don't down. know. Not And even if I did feel feelings, I don't know how I would articulate them. No. No. Not in a new way. No. No, I get it. I think she's literally like the greatest poet of our time. I get it. I mm-hmm. am a fan. I'm just like, one, I'm nervous. I don't want it to be bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to like it. And like, you know, uh, based on the only like really new music we've had from her in any time was like the vault tracks. And I loved the 1989 ones. Mm-hmm. I don't really go back and listen to them now, but I did enjoy oh, them. Oh, I do still. And I haven't listened to like, I haven't listened to Midnight's in a while. I don't know. I am excited. Welcome to the Taylor Swift podcast. <laughs> this is all this is now. I just, my thing with this is the cover threw me off. First of all, that was my first, like, I don't really, I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I just think she's, she's done better and she's not really, I know she's trying to look like painful and in bed, but she's, it's kind of just giving like, I'm in my underwear in bed. I know it's not super sexy, but it's just not, she's always got a cute sweater on usually like. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think I'm just thinking of all the other album covers. I think the back should be the front. Yes. That's my, yeah. Yes. I think the back should be the front. But I then understand. the front, if it was the front, it'd be too much like Adele cover. An Maybe. Adele cover. Maybe. But sometimes I feel with Taylor, her first instinct for a single isn't good. Oh my God. Except no. for Antihero. It's, well, Antihero though does fit the, tr- the, the same theme. And this is, I used to notice this specifically with Bare Naked Ladies. She does the same thing. She releases a poppy, campy hit first. So and then the second single is the one that you're like, yes, Mm -hmm. that's what I want. So I never usually like her first song. 
or I do, but I'm not in like a Taylor Swift emotional, like I'm not tied to it kind of way. Sometimes it's a bop, but well, Cardigan was is amazing. Cardigan was the first time I was like, this is a different. She's going about this differently. Yeah, Willow was good, but it grew on me. But I think Antihero is her strongest because we all remember oh, the yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, but Antihero is the me of Midnight's. Right, it is. But and I love it. And it's the shake it off of Midnight's as well. Like True. the first single. That's just Yeah, Shake It Off was not it. No. And like and I also know because I even remember like Stacy saying, I think I like Taylor Swift now. I love the song Shake It Off. And I'm like, that's the song for you. Like that's if you're coming at it from a she also likes like the song Happy by Pharrell. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. This is that's that's the Taylor Swift song for the public. This is what I always thought is that there's there's a Taylor Swift like fan base that understands her like magic and her poetry. And I was in that. Mm -hmm. And then there was the generic people were like, yeah, I love Taylor Swift. I love Shake It Off. And now it feels like the whole world understands her like the magic behind her. And I feel like I'm sad about it. Like I felt like I was in a club. I get that. Yeah. I totally get that. Like, I am I know all of the songs all throughout the album instead of just the hits. And I thought that, like, you know, you'd also think that most of the people going to those giant stadium concerts only know the hits, but they don't. They know everything. It makes... I don't know. But isn't that what brings us all together? Sure. I don't want to get together with that many people. Well, of course not. That's why we still got to get Toronto tickets somehow, though. <sighs> somehow. The universe is like good. week of, we're going to have such FOMO. We're going to be like, here's two grand. I know. I'm going to... I'm going to be a little puddle, but um, I'm going to share this thing that I found on one of the Taylor Swift things. It was a Taylor Swift song challenge, and it was yeah. a song, uh, your favorite Taylor Swift breakup song, yeah. your favorite Taylor, whatever. So I'm going to post that on our stories for whoever wants it, just because okay. I love making lists. I love making lists. You do a list. love a list. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll do that and share more Taylor. But anyways, that was my biggest news of the week was yeah. Taylor. Um, I also don't like the title. I'm just going to say it. Do you like, come on. Uh no no I I like the one I like one word because I keep forgetting yeah I call it the Dead Poet Society the Tortured yeah. Poet Society I think the word department is the or I'm getting cut off it was called the tor- Tortured Poet Society or club or department something. I'm I want to say the Department of Tortured Poets that's also true I think it's backwards I thought the same thing I don't know I'm struggling with the t- I just want yeah I just want one word evermore. Folklore. Folklore and Evermore, I think, were like the two most brilliantly named albums, sister albums. They're perfect. Yeah. No, I, I think we're boring people already. We're going to, yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 we could deep dive on this if people want. Other than uh, Taylor Swift's album in two months, do you have a comfort rack? Oh, yeah. So I watched season five of Fargo. You did? Yeah. I've never seen the show. I've never even seen You've the You've never movie seen the Fargo. show? Oh, my God. The first two seasons are phenomenal. I can't find them anywhere. I have to I pay know, for them. I know. That's why it's. it used to be on, I think, Netflix. And then everything's gone. How'd you watch the fifth season? Five is on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to watch it then. So I watched it because I had heard Juno Temple on... Uh, I always want to say Juno Tempo. Juno Tempo? <laughs> Juno Tempo. Juno Temple on uh, Armchair Expert. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I liked it. That was my recommendation was uh, Fargo. Oh, I will. Please go back and watch the other two seasons. I love However, season two. However, co- content warning, there's a lot of violence, like domestic violence yeah. in it. So if that's not for you, don't watch it. Yeah. I, that, I think that's been a theme in other seasons as well. But um, ooh, I'm looking forward to it. I love Juno Temple. She's so cute. Juno Tempo. Juno Tempo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, well, my comfort wrecks. Um, similarly, TV show. We're I'm not done yet, but we're watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, the new one. It's so good. But hmm. also, like, I honestly, I always think, like, Donald Glover can do no wrong in my eyes. And he wrote this with the same people he wrote Atlanta with, which is also one of my favorite shows that's ever existed. It's so good, but it's nothing like Atlanta. Like, Atlanta is so obscure and weird and quirky this is like it is like action but then it's also like a relationship and the relationship is very it seems very like real and they'll have like a 20 minute scene of them just like giggling in bed and talking Hmm. and it just feels so like but it's so fun like there's it's so funny i don't know i love it i highly recommend the new mr mrs smith again i haven't finished it It could the finale could be terrible and i don't know interesting i love it though that's one i probably wouldn't watch oh it's it's so good interesting i think you'd like it it's really it's it's funny but now that you said that i'm not gonna watch it really yeah well no i i think the reason why i didn't want to watch it is because i love i love maya and if it's bad i don't want to feel bad no no and she's great and it's it it keeps in there's like she's playing this whole role of being very like serious and they're like spies it's mr mrs smith right it's the same concept but not the same characters and i feel like in the mr and mrs smith movie they didn't know each other were spies until mid-marriage yeah mm-hmm. this movie they're paired initially or this tv show they're paired initially and end up falling for each other like the americans yes it is very much like the americans but uh funny because i don't know the americans is very serious i have trouble very. with that show because i'm always like man oh my god what a fucking downer this show is like they have like normal relationship things like she <laughs> in the middle of the night she farts love it and she goes what was that it, get, like get your gun let's and they like go and like he gets up and pretend like goes to look to see if someone's there with their gun and he she opens the window and fans her fart out oh that's funny but then like a couple minutes later they're like you know shooting people and people are dying it's just it's all over the place but it's it's really cute and funny i love it my other recommendation is i wanted to shout out a tiktoker that i love and i finally so she cooks and i finally did one of her recipes and now we've had it like two times in a row because we loved it so much um her name is Haley catalano she first of all is adorable i think i have talked about her before because i think i did talk about her it's like a kindergarten teacher teaching you how to cook but like it's not simple stuff she just is like the sweetest sounding like cutest little person and then now she has a her own channel with her boyfriend and he's also a cook and they're just so cute together and they talk about their relationship and i don't know it's just like watching a couple cook i really like it and they're so nice to each other because sometimes i find that if i'm watching influencers sometimes their partner's like snarky in the background or will be like i don't know i always find that they kind of like mock each other on camera Mm. they're like so kind to each other and i don't know i just really like them and i kind of just want to hang out at their house in new jersey jersey yeah they Mm. often go to the beach (laughs) <laughs> it's All right. really cute and they have a little dog i highly recommend it this week i made her um endive salad and if any of you have watched her go and make the recipe it's so freaking good interesting yeah i have to give a comfort wreck asterisk addendum footnote uh so last week i recommended the ordinary glycolic acid toner yeah i also recommended the reservatrol or whatever it's mm-hmm. called and the retinol ladies ladies and gentlemen (laughs) don't put them all on your face at once no they're it's strong my neck is still peeling really i peeled like i i i think you're saying oh a little peeling no 
my face was snowing. Like I was probably scaring my son. <laughs> Everything that you see on my face right yeah. now is new, brand oh. new skin. But isn't that good? I is don't that know. The point? I don't know. Was it hurt. One of them an exfoliator? I don't know. I think glycolic acid kind of is. The first one that I put on, my face got really puffy. Yeah. And then really swollen. And then it just started pe- peeling. Then mm-hmm. I did some additional digging and they said, well, go easy on it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I didn't. Yeah. So I peeled so much. <laughs> Matt goes, hey, beautiful girl. And then I looked at him and he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. So if you have nowhere to go for about a week and you're like, I could use a whole new layer of skin. Yeah. Do it. It's is a new layer soft? I don't know, you tell me. It I can't tell, but you don't your like darkness under your eyes looks does not as dark. Oh that's good. Are you wearing makeup? No. Oh. Yeah, maybe I peeled it off. Oh, no. You're like going home and asterisk, double asterisk. <laughs> X, X. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good to know. But yeah, yeah, be very careful, guys. Yeah, I told you, I also use that toner, but I only use it like in my T-zone. And I used to not use it every day. I do now. And then I use a second toner that's like a calming milky toner on top of it. I, but I don't think that things apply to me. Like, I didn't wear sunscreen until I was, like, 25. Oh, I wear sunscreen every single day. I was like, SPF 2, let's go. Move no. me up. <laughs> and then now now I'm like, yeah, okay, I can't do it. So, yeah, it's just be yeah. very, very careful. Be very careful. I I agree. I Retinol does not agree with me, so I get it. But just be careful. Yeah. Everybody be careful. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> don't use retinols. Don't use too many actives. <laughs> Be very careful. Oh, my God. Uh, should we take a break and come back with this week's movie? Yep. And we're back. And we're back. This week's movie is one that we actually got a few messages about to do. Yeah. Which is so funny to me that people care After enough. watching it again? Yeah. Very funny to me. Really? Oh, my God. I have seen... I've seen this movie in my adult life, and still, me and Jeff were just going, what? Like, every 30 minutes. What is up with this movie? So, we're this week's movie is the 2000 film, Where the Heart Is, starring mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, Ashley Judd, Stalker Channing, James Frain. Sally who, Field. Sally Field. Barely starring. Yes, for but a minute. She is the reason that we're here. That we're here. And I, I first want to say I love the juxtaposition of Sally Field last week was like drink your juice, perfect mom. Drink your juice, Shelby. Giving a kid kidney to her daughter, mm-hmm. and in this one, she's a cigarette mom and steals from her daughter. I know. I love it. She looked hot though. I, like I know she had showed a little belly. I, I like, like her Sally. blonde. I yeah. She's a great cigarette mom. So I don't like when people I like play bad. Yeah. Like we were talking um, Killers of the Flower Moon. Did not like that Leo wasn't a good guy. Yeah. This I felt the same way for this one. Actually, I'll read this. Oh, should I read the why people love it? Yeah. Why? Who wrote in about it? Okay, so Jessica wrote in about it. She's the one who told us first to do it, and then yeah. I said, "Oh, we're gonna do it." Uh, could you tell me why you like this movie? So she says, "I think when I was young, I loved the idea of living in a Walmart." Haha. <laughs> So do I. Yeah. She's also became a photographer, which I really wanted to do at the time. Her terrible boyfriend gets a heavy dose of karma and she takes every stumbling block and turns it into gold. Oh, and Ashley Judd, who was so cool at the time, loved her. She had a cute rom-com with Hugh Jackman around the same time I could think. I know th- I know the cover of it, but I don't remember. I was going to say Kate and Leopold, but that's Meg Ryan. She finds refuge in a library. Relatable. You could not process photos the way she does in that shack, by the way. It was not darkroom ready. The book was sweet, too. Mm. 
I just love that. Um, I will say, if you do love uh, living in a Walmart vibe, there's an episode of Dawson's Creek where Pacey and Joey get stuck in a Kmart overnight. Hmm. And it's my favorite episode of Dawson's Creek, first of all, other than the episode where they have sex in season four. It's called Castaways, if you want to watch it. I think it's in season five. Okay. Or maybe six. If I, I just thought of that immediately when I was watching the movie. It's my, I love that episode so much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good recommendation. I know, I know. I just, I'm, I literally never think about Dawson's Creek the way you think about Dawson's Creek. I know. I think there's also an episode of the Clueless TV show where they get locked in a mall. I think it's Ready or Not. Is it Ready or Not? Mm-hmm. There's one, I'm pretty sure it happens in Clueless too. I think it's a common theme because I think it is like a dream we had as a child that like oh, the yeah. mall would close and you'd be in it and oh, you yeah. could just like put on the clothes and stuff it was yeah it is a dream and we'll get into that in a second yeah a bit about this movie this movie was a book released in 1995 it was an oprah's book club pick really uh it was written by billy letts the book was set in the 80s and early 90s so there's a bit of changing here yes billy letts son yeah is named tracy letts he's the dad in ladybird and he also wrote august osage county Whoa. He's an actor, playwright. He won the. He was like won a Pulitzer. So like wow. this is nepo. Like he's a nepo baby. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So I wonder what if the book is a little more dark. I guess maybe than this is this movie is dark, but it's painted with this sheen of like don't they all have accents? Isn't that funny? It is. <laughs> it is. I think maybe it wouldn't have been a comedy. Is it a comedy? I don't. No, I don't know. It's like a. This is so far-fetched that I'm laughing comedy? It's definitely... You could make this a made-for-TV movie, or you could make this, with the right director, very dark. I think it's just missing the, like, gravitas of, like, like, Steel Magnolias, of, like, the emotional core, I think. Yes. Yes. Maybe, yeah. No, I think you're right. You're You're definitely right. Let's kick it off. The movie starts with a young Natalie Portman as Novali Nation who's 17 years old. Is she 17? 17. Oh my God. Cute as a button though. Seven months pregnant, uh, going to California with Willie Jack. (laughs) Yeah. Along the way, she goes to a Walmart and uh, he basically, he bails on her. Yeah. She loses her shoes because there's a hole in the base, the bottom of the car and she has to buy new house shoes. I, okay, Natalie Portman is so cute in this movie. I know. Like what a stunner. I know. I'm going to say her and Audrey Hepburn pretty much the same face most beautiful face to me see i was gonna say i've said this before and i've said it in many private and public conversations i think ashley judd is the most beautiful woman alive okay back then i think she's the most beautiful woman in the whole world i mean double jeopardy is a great movie yeah she's stunning well i think it's the i think it's a time to kill where she's she's just the wife blonde, yeah of and she's so blonde but she is like has the most like naturally beautiful like round face. And I think there's something similar between her and Natalie. They yes. like they could have been sisters in this movie for sure. Absolutely. They have very youthful like I think they both they don't have their bulkle fat missing. Like they're both round and cute. Mm-hmm. I I just think there is just a lot of pretty going on. Novali lives for 2 months mm-hmm. inside of Walmart, 6 weeks. Yes. What store would you want to live in for 6 weeks? Target. 
I think I have. <laughs> I've gone there so many times on trips, like, and sometimes multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. I basically have. I know it's kind of a similar to a Walmart, but yeah, a Target. So this morning when I was thinking of this question, my first thought was, Sephora. <laughs> like, nowhere to sleep, nowhere to eat. But I look great doing you it. You do look great. Oh, gosh. I just think, like, Sephora is my dream to just have one of those, like, what are they called? You taught me about end caps. End caps. Are they yeah. just what is this? What is this thing called? Just uh, displays. stands. Yeah. Displays. Displays. Yeah. Makeup stands. Yeah. I think that's just my dream. If someone could like set that up in my home, yeah. But definitely Target. I think would be it. Well, it's got everything, but also I just love Target. I love the vibes. I don't know. It dep- it re- realistically, for living, I guess there's food because I'm like also like a a pottery barn could be like it'd be pretty. Mm-hmm. But there's no food. There's probably like decorative chocolates or something. Yeah. Something like that. Maybe. Pottery yeah. Barn, if you got stuck there, you'd have a great sleep. That's what I'm saying. Because she was sleeping on the floor. Uh, yeah. I don't think she had to. There had to have been mattresses. Not. I don't know. What do they sell at Walmart? I don't know. Like maybe a couch? Maybe. The Walmart. The Walmart. Yeah. Poor, okay. So there's just so many things wrong. I was like, nobody's going to notice a stunning pregnant yeah. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Just always slinking around, <laughs> washing her feet in sinks. Wearing the newest Walmart duds. The, okay. The wardrobe in this movie was deaf budget. Yes. I and think that's the point, though. So was the baby belly. I was yes. like, is that pillow under there? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, from the back, you couldn't tell she was pregnant at all. She did have fake boobs on, though, for that, when she was pregnant. You think so? Oh, no. Yeah, they were, she had knockers, and then all of a sudden they were gone. Yeah. Oh. I think it was a whole one piece. So whoever was in props was just like, we focused all our attention on the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and we forgot to get the tummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so walk us through. We meet sister-husband. Yes, which I could be in, like... If her brother is brother husband and she's sister husband, is their last name husband? Which we find out, yes, yes. Their, her last name is husband. I've always wondered this about this movie. Why is she called sister husband? I don't know. But because she was the sister? She's the sister to the, I think, brother husband. He was, wasn't he a pastor or something? And sometimes they call them father, brother. Maybe it's that. And then she's just in relation to her brother as sister husband. I, I thought it was just like some, like, or husband she family none? humor. No, she wasn't a nun. She, she was, was having alcohol- sex all the time. She was an alcoholic. I never... Okay, I think what people are learning about me is I don't pay attention to movies. No. I never picked up that she was an alcoholic until that guy says it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I was just like, huh, okay. So I guess being a recovering alcoholic just makes you nicer to people. She is really nice. Well, she's people's sponsor and she's... She just brings people in and she gives you a tree if she runs into you. I guess she she has on the side of her thing that she's like the welcome wagon or mm-hmm. something for the community. Mm-hmm. And then she just finds people and hands. I don't know. I, I love that. Know. She seemed very happy. I'm not sure how that business works out. Like, I didn't even know she had a job. No. I don't know how Mr. Sprock had a job. I don't know what he did either. I mean, I'm not hammering down the details of this very well. It really made me sad when... She has nowhere to go. And I, because I've, I've never been in that situation yeah. where there's not somebody I could call. Yeah. There's just like, it's not me texting you drunk to come get me. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. It made me so sad. And Natalie Portman is so good that even the, at times when the script was a little eh, yeah. she still carried it. Yeah, I thought so too. The Buckeye Tree introduces us to Forney. Yes. So I looked up what kind of name is Forney. I did too. Did you? Yeah. Do you, what did you find? Baker uh, from this Forney from the Swiss word 
also could be French Fournier for Baker. Okay. Which is my ex-boyfriend. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> no. Um, I looked up like the why would you name someone Forney essentially or is it, I said it if Forney short for something and there's a place in Texas called Forney Texas and I just decided that he's named after the place mentally and it, it helped me through the movie okay I just needed it horny for Forney horny for <laughs> Forney fornicating with Forney yeah it was an odd choice of name it was and I, he's supposed to be from Maine yeah <laughs> yeah I have one I had one note on Forney and I just wrote I wish Forney was hot <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't lust after him I get that he's cute he's nice and he's like cute but I I, like I feel I guess you're supposed to be like of course she's not jumping his bones well I think she friend zoned him so fast she did and it's not because he's nice it's because he's he's curly and dorky and awkward he was in the Count of Monte Cristo which was I love that movie so much I remember him from Grey's Anatomy what he was in and he was an episode in the first like maybe three seasons and he plays i think he's autistic or something and he can't he comes in with his mom and his mom is sick or he is sick i can't remember oh yes he's schizophrenic is that what it is yes it's the episode's called i always feel like somebody's watching me yeah oh good eye yeah that's the only thing i've ever recognized him from my note on forney was why are you so mean yeah he's so mean to her at first yeah she uh, like so i watched this with the the captions on and she even says they spell out library yeah like not library just library yeah and so when she goes to the library he's like she obviously has trouble reading yeah and he's just so mean to her like he does a hard pivot from mean to being in love with her yeah but then i was like oh i'm gonna write him as just on the spectrum yeah well because he seems to have no social skills but also he's immediately like what do you want it's like you're at the library sir (laughs) what do you what do you think what do you think she wants also like you work in customer service essentially yeah who yells that who yells in a library i would have turned around and walked out exactly (laughs) she doesn't well his sister doesn't know the rules either she's up there clamoring around yeah yeah it's just too much it's too much they introduce like i i'm always noting how they introduce characters in tv shows and this was just like or in movies it's just like a brash like they just throw him at her and he's terrible well, he is terrible. And then I got... Okay, so his sister is technically the librarian. She has some issues, addiction issues. So she doesn't work there. So all of a sudden, he just took her job. Like, I'm not an expert, but I don't... Like, you can't just do that. Does she... And they live at the library. And the library is just a house. So I think he took her job because he it's his house and he's there? But he had to leave school to come take care of her. Oh, so I don't get like, obviously the town's not really using their library if he has to be like, what do you want when someone walks in the door? Yeah. But you can't just take someone's job. Like I couldn't, if you worked in a <laughs> hospital, I couldn't just be like, Chrissy's sick, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no idea how yeah. that works. No, it's just, it was so funny to me that it like, it was like one of those um, heritage homes where like, yeah, everything, it was just a house. Maybe like his his parents used to own the library and it was in their home and no they they he's from Maine. Then what the hell is going on in this I don't movie? know. Like, do you have to live at the library? <laughs> Maybe in the south you have to live at the library. Maybe in Oklahoma. I don't know. I have no idea. 
interesting. So, okay, they meet. And then all of a sudden, the cut to watching her go into the... Like, he just... Like, you're saying out the back of a Walmart? And why didn't he, like, call some... Why did he crash through the window? I don't know. So... Yeah, he just watches her. Yeah. And then he, it's raining, so he just stays there. Yeah, it kind of looks at first like maybe he's going to, like, rat on her because he's looking at her like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, that girl living in a Walmart. But then, yeah, he hangs out, and then somehow from outside in the rain through the Walmart, he could hear her screaming when she goes into labor. Mm-hmm. And then he crashes through a window. This movie makes no sense. I don't need it. Like, I don't need it to make sense. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I'm here for it. Like, if you tell me, like, this is where we are. I just, it was weird. I wonder if the book does a better job at explaining that. Yeah. We didn't talk about um, Novalee's dislike of fives. In the books, it's seven. Oh. I guess it's her way of knowing something bad is going to happen. So I do like that they brought that plot point in and then they do carry it through most of the mm-hmm. movie because sometimes they introduce weird shit like that and they never talk about it again originally they run away at five o'clock and she's upset about that mm-hmm. and then yeah she almost gives birth in the fifth aisle the change is 555 the f- change is five and that's how she know or knew her boyfriend abandoned her because her change was 555 and then uh on her baby's fifth anniversary first fifth anniversary on how on her baby's five months old the baby gets stolen so yeah the fives come up a lot so she gives birth but before that the random photographer man in the walmart says to her you can't name your baby wendy with an eye Mm -hmm. because he said that was a terrible name sorry any wendy's with eyes it's horrible but you have to name your baby something that it has to mean something and so what 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 did she name her baby americus americus nation i love it if it honestly goes it goes together i'm just wondering why like americus why not like why not just america maybe it's from the latin word for america (laughs) i was thinking okay what would you name somebody like spun off of canada candace (laughs) (laughs) canadity yeah ottawa I don't know. <laughs> this is my baby Ottawa. This is my baby Ottawa. <laughs> baby Toronto. Canadity Nation. Most, uh, if someone was like, you need to name your kid a Canadian name, I'd be like Tessa Virtue. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer. That's just one name. <laughs> For our um, international listeners, if you don't know about Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer's they Moulin know. Rouge they performance. Know. Who doesn't know that? I feel like I honestly feel like not enough people know. If you're a woman that's ever just been alone with herself, you've watched that. Oh, (laughs) the amount of people that send me it. Like, (laughs) I just love that that's what I've staked out in their brain. So like, this is basically porn on ice. Let's send it to Libby. I loved them so much. And they're so I still get so many TikToks. I got one, I think, today about like them talking about how they don't see each other as much as they used to. And it was like sad music playing over it. And then I saw pictures of her wedding and I didn't even know she got married. And that also made me sad because it's kind of like the Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams effect. They're still together. Like they're together in my mind. Yeah. I think like they're like, oh, well, we wanted you to believe. So it was kind of like a star is born Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I was like, no, sir, you can't fake that. But also it was like the movie The Cutting Edge, which I'm sure we'll watch at some point. Oh, I fucking love The Cutting Edge. Topic. I fucking love that movie. I know. We're gonna have to watch that movie. Yeah. They had the hottest, most sexual relationship that I've ever had. Like I've never had anything that hot. And it was just them on skates. Yeah. 
on the world stage yeah she got married and she wore pink and i was like good for fucking you she's so fucking cute she is cute and she's nice i hate that i know (laughs) i've interviewed her twice and she's nice oh really you have yeah wow i didn't know that touch with fame if you ever interview elvis stoico you have to invite me elvis stoico oh elvis stoico i mean i loved elvis stoico he's my roman empire i was an i was a alexia gudin girl though no Sorry. I was a Kurt Browning when I was younger. I was like, because that baby can do a backflip. Oh, because he had his little white, uh, I must remember this. No, I liked it. He used to always do, when they do like the free skate or whatever after the, not the free oh, skate, the but he would, he would do the Charlie Brown. Oh, right. And as an eight-year-old, I was like... This, this gets my rocks off. We haven't really ever touched in on figure skating. Well, we've touched briefly on figure skating. Anyways. Yeah, yeah I guess we'll, we'll have to do yeah, if someone cutting said, edge. If someone said, what would your Canada, like the most Canadian name you could think of? Celine Dion? Yeah, it's pretty Canadian. Shania. <laughs> and Shania because it's from Northern Ontario. I know. Yeah, I thought there'd be more Shania. Her name's El- El- is Elaine. No. Her, uh, Eileen? Eileen. Her name's Eileen, yeah. Eileen Regina Twain. Not her last name's not Twain. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What was her first name? What? No, it's not. Twain was her stepfather's name. Oh, it's not her her actual name. It is now. Okay, <laughs> get up. We have the same middle name, and I always remembered. I wonder if she pronounces her Regina. Oh, Edwards. Don't you? <laughs> She's a Virgo. Interesting. <laughs> We're learning, we're learning so much. Yeah, she's a Virgo. Anywho, sorry for this tangent, guys. I'm just really excited. You gotta go back where the heart is. Where the heart is. America's nation. So she gives birth. She's has the baby in a Walmart. Mm-hmm. She gets famous for it. Mm-hmm. She must have been conked out because in that time, everybody could send letters to her. Like, how long were you in the hospital for? She hadn't even seen her baby. What's the Oklahoma Post doing that they're sending letters that day to her? I don't know. Working overtime. I don't know. Did they didn't even say like was it a C-section? She was just out. I don't know what kind of post or prenatal care America's got. I'm guessing none. Yeah, and then she was in the hospital for it seemed like quite a, a while. while. Yeah, again they didn't tell us why. I think they I just, think she she had nowhere to go. Yeah, I think they're just buying time. She's literally so her nurse is Ashley Judd, and Ash, at some point, Ash, first of all, she's introduced to her. Ashley Judd is just eating the food on her tray. Yeah, that's the kind of nurse I would be. Yeah, and then later, literally, Nova Lee's, like, standing, and Ashley is on the bed watching Mm -hmm. TV in her spot. I love that. (laughs) It shows, like, instant comfort with each other, which I really like. I love their relationship. I, like, I think that was the... I don't, like, I don't think there needed to be a love story. I think, like, their friendship was, like, the best part of the movie. Me too. That's just me. Lexi. Yes, Lexi is the nurse. It's really interesting the way that... You could have a baby and the baby's not in the room with you. Mm-hmm. You're really just laying, like, chilling. Hanging out. Hanging out. They wheel it by every once in a while. You can say hi if you want to. Yeah. They don't do that thing where they put all the babies in that one room. At least the healthy babies. They don't put them all in one room. When I had my son, I had those paranoid moments where I was like, did someone switch this baby on me? <laughs> Except he's your carbon copy. No, but you know, but like, you, so I had him. They took him away. He was in the NICU and I didn't see his face for a couple of days. Yeah. It's a big trauma. I'm keeping it together. Yeah. So when I did see his face, I was like, is this my baby? No. Because you always see those those things where, like, the baby, they go, which one's yours? And, you know, they're like, that one. And you didn't know it was the little hairball. Yeah. It was a little brown, like, a little Your Italian potato. A little, little Mowgli jungle baby. He's, Just like his mom. He's so tanned and 
dark haired and such thick hair. But it was just like what I appreciate about this movie is what we appreciate about like kids on our shows. Yeah. She's not really in it. Mericus moves plot, but we don't have to see her. No, we don't have to do much of that. We, yeah, she's not acting too much. She's cute though. I have to say the owner of Walmart yeah. only gives her $500 <laughs> and a, a job at any Walmart that she wants. $500. Lifetime of happiness. That's not even to cover this hospital bill. It's 2000 I can't pay. In Oklahoma. I got no job. She built a two-story house for $49,000 or $41,000. Yeah. It's, there's, $500 was a long way in Oklahoma in 2000. I guess. But the, you're the owner of Walmart. Those flip-flops are only $3. I know. I thought that too. When she has money for a drink and chips afterwards. Yeah. And all the chips are like on the table. Yeah. <laughs> just so we, we really know she's eating chips. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that too. But I got mad when it was just like $500, that's it. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Doesn't matter anyway, because Sally Field waltzes in. And st- I can't believe she stole it. Like, I knew it was going to happen, but like, she she said she was going to go out and buy diapers. She even asked, like, we need like a cradle, and then she doesn't buy diapers. She just leaves with money. Why do you think she did that? For a while, I was thinking... Was that even really her mom? She's there was like, like it a, was. an Annie it kind of, situation. Yeah, it, it did give that like a what's her name? Rooster and is it Han? Oh no, oh. Miss Hannigan. That whole dance scene. Oh, I love that movie. Is this street? We should watch it. Oh God! <laughs> Wait till we get to the musicals portion of this. <laughs> Lamez, Lamez. Yeah. So for a while, I thought maybe that's not even really her mom. Mom shit hits harder than dad shit for me. Oh, absolutely. Like what kind like what mom bails? Maybe she does she's on drugs or something. She just needed the money to keep going. Maybe. Or maybe she got too scared of being a mother and bailed again. And a grandmother. Yeah. But just took her money. I'd understand if she bailed, but like she should have left the money in the hall or something. That's yeah, terrible. that was so bad. So then Novali has nowhere to go because she was told like her mom came to pick her up mm-hmm. and then she just sits like outside the hospital. I know. With all of her balloons and all of her flowers. And the babies in the, like, this cabbage patch dress. <laughs> I love when sister asks her to come stay with her because she does it in a way that, like, lets nobly maintain her pride. Yeah. By saying, oh, I, I, that tree, you know, I don't have time. I know. I thought that was so heartbreaking the way she asked her. Yeah. And she just hops on in. That truck that she's outfitted like she's in Oregon Trail, what is, how does she... It's a normal truck, but she's put like a... Chicken wire? I don't know. No, there's like the whole... What is that? I don't even know. It's like a whole canopy on the back that's like, like open. Like little, little house on the prairie yeah. type thing. I don't know. It looks know. like she's going west. I mean, she stopped in Oklahoma. <laughs> I... Okay. Would you take in a teen who just had a baby? Yes. Absolutely. Really? Sometimes I see homeless people and I think, if you wouldn't hurt me, you could come over. Bring your dog. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes I just want be like i'll just take the dog it's yeah. okay but um no yeah well so i always talk about how i want to move to south carolina and i already told jeff if we moved there that i would want to start essentially what we did for our dogs where they came up from georgia i wanted to start it with pregnant teens so that they could get abortions in canada yeah like an underground railroad <laughs> yeah i wanted an underground railroad yeah it'd be called i told jeff it'd be called yeet baby and we we drive you from the south to Canada, and then you'd stay with one of my friends mm-hmm. in their home, and then go get your schmishmorshin, and then we'd drive you back. 
That's lovely. Yeah. But I said live with. Well, you'd live with a pregnant teen for a little while. Okay. Until she's not pregnant anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to want to leave this in. Why not? I don't know. Because what if people don't have our same... Find another podcast. Choose my choice. Choose my choice. Um, if you didn't know that we were liberal, we listened to Taylor Swift. I know. I think I... Okay. So here's the thing. I don't like when people come over. Because... <laughs> <laughs> home is where i hide yeah so the fact that i'd like if you want to come over to my house that's fine but like there's gonna be a time where i don't speak so yeah i'd be like teen you can come over it kind of seems like she like immediately starts living her own life though so like she's not like needy no she doesn't seem i don't see her helping sister husband at all like i think she would financially that too probably but she kind of seems like she's living childcare but i think sister husband likes that it's very sweet the way that they form this little family yeah unit. they immediately let her in and uh i love their prayers every every time they eat is about performing a caton uh on, on the table very, on this very table. on this very table and then it just cuts to i don't know how how much later it's not that much later i think it's like six months later five months yeah and she oh yeah because she's the baby's five months and she's already had like several boyfriends she's cut her hair thank god Mm -hmm. that wig was terrible it was and forney is already fallen for her and he's helping her research what was she looking at photography oh yeah so she's all she's started to get her photography thing going and trying to learn about it and then the baby gets stolen (sighs) this is an interesting very unnecessary part of the story this i feel like they tried to cram 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag in this movie i bet you in the book it's terrifying yeah it's and it is terrifying but i like you need to sedate me if someone took my baby yeah and she's just like sitting on the thing with forney yeah they're buying a christmas tree yeah but i do like like the little monologue that she has of i've never had a tree like the woman painted the wall like i like the backstory i do too yeah it's just that the the baby is stolen by two people who think the baby's an abomination for being born out of wedlock and then they find the baby immediately but i love that it's also it's in a nativity scene as the baby jesus yes just but then that part's over i love it that they probably had to take the baby jesus that was there and yeah. like throw it on the ground exactly maybe it, they took it with it reminds them. me of home alone when kevin hides by yeah. being the shepherd yeah oh oh man do you remember the miracle mart used to have the nativity scene in yes. front of it yep the big one yeah oh yeah i love that i used to love i don't have one now as an adult do you have one i do yeah oh no i'm i'm now a heathen and i don't i don't have any religious paraphernalia in my house but i did have when we were little we had like an antique one with the tiny little porcelain baby jesus and i always loved setting it up oh mine was like precious moments i think oh yeah so yeah I've we used those. to play like that they were kids and we'd be like hey mary oh yeah we used to still we used to do that too we also because like the mr bean episode have you seen that where he no. no where he plays all the voices and then a gi joe like comes in and stuff and we used to do that not a mr bean girl oh really yeah i love physical comedy <laughs> doesn't even need to have dialogue the physical comedy is good i'm in not me i need the words okay so willie jack in the meantime is in jail and in jail he writes a song uh beat of the heart <clears throat> and then he gets out of jail and he what he goes to see joan cusack i know i wrote surprise joan cusack <laughs> love it ruth myers i love i love joan cusack put Me her too. in anything 
like her and like Juliet Lewis and Parker Posey. If they're in something, I'll watch it. I don't care what it is. I don't think I would watch it for two out of the three. Really? Yeah, they're not my cup of tea. <gasps> Parker, I mean, Parker Posey's fine. She's going to be in the. Lewis, she's no. going to be in the new White Lotus. I think I heard that Juliet Lewis was mean, and then. Like I heard it on like a du- heard it. I probably read it on Dumas or something. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, nope. Done. I don't believe when people say people are mean. I do. I don't. But um, except for James Corden, he is mean. Probably. <laughs> um, I saw Willie Jack. I said, would you rather date a musician or a librarian? A librarian. Well, no, I don't know. No, a librarian. Well, I don't think librarians would cheat on you. But I also don't like dating people who are smarter than me. Okay, <laughs> Jeff, cover your ears. I don't like people. I don't like. Pe- I don't in general really like people who are smarter than me because then I feel I feel very insecure about my my brain smarts. You just called me dumb. No, you're someone I feel insecure about my brain smarts with. Half the time you say things to me and you go, you know this, and I go, yeah, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. I'm a dumbass. But I I don't like. I wouldn't like dating a guy who's smarter than me because I like having the upper hand. True. Yeah, I don't want them to catch on to my shit. When I'm being manipulative, you know? I don't want them right. to figure it out. True. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I think, like, libra- like a librarian, he'd, be like, yell at me for, like, how I hold my books. Like, he'd be like, buy the spine. Do you remember yeah. in elementary school, Mr. Ventioni and Ventimiglia had, like, this whole lesson in the library that had no walls. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we had to walk up and down the library showing her how we held a book. I don't remember that, but that, sure. Yeah. The whole lesson was like you open it and then here's your card and you write your name and then you oh yeah 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 i remember that and then lesson. you put it and it'd be like now elizabeth show me how you can walk and like you'd have to like hold it by the spine oh put my it god down by under, thing. under yeah. your armpit kind of yeah yeah i remember was that was that, the whole like day at the spy. library yeah like a giant eye spy walking around yeah or the magic eye books it was oh miss viola swamp was mine oh yeah yeah no i didn't do much reading i did like can you find waldo <laughs> I always looking for. That well, I didn't fucker. do much reading either. It was just like, can you hold this book and walk? <laughs> I used to work at the library. I learned the Dewey Decimal System when I was like twelve years old. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. I didn't have to go over recess. I think I've talked about this before, but I didn't. I'm, I'm not athletic. So right. when they were like, it's time to go outside, I'd be like, I'm gonna put books away with Mrs. Fantioni Mendemilia. You're the forney. I was. What the do forney. you want? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Recess is over. It got me first dibs every time the Scholastic Book Fair came in town. Oh, God. I was the motherfucker who set that up. Oh, my God. So I got to pick. I, I got Harry Potter. One time, we the first Harry Potter came out, and I think we got three at our school. I got one of them. I read four pages, and I was like, this woman's becoming a cat. Moved on. You know where you could find me at a Scholastic Book Fair? Where? Where they sold the bookmarks. The bookmarks. Oh, I my God. I would just go through them all and be like, I could have this one. I could have this one and this one. What I love is I had... 50 bookmarks as a kid because i wanted every, i wanted the cat i wanted the unicorn i wanted the butterflies and now i fold the corners of my pages i don't have a fucking bookmark now i know i wish i had one of them but i, I just fold the corner and i use a kindle <laughs> i still fold the corners <laughs> <laughs> if i could i fucking would i actually just bought a holder for my kindle so i can look at it while i'm on my walking pad hey the oh, walking yeah, pad bought- came today that and, I, will- and while i was walking i was like she needs to read while she does this. Matt bought me my under the desk elliptical oh, really? as a Valentine's Day gift. Sexy. I know. It's better than the birthday that he bought me the, the floor cleaner. <laughs> yeah. And then I never used it. And then he never cleaned it and it got moldy and it, it, it died. But yeah, so those might be wrecks. But anyways, yeah, library. I have very fond memories of the library. Mm-hmm. But Willie Jack, like I can't, I could never do 
Like, you know how they say, how long did it take you to become an overnight success? Yeah. Like, for three years, Willie Jack is singing that same song. Good song. Like, honestly, like for a movie song. (laughs) Yeah. For a movie country song. That's pretty good. Yeah, when he was singing it, I was like, is he supposed to be bad? Because this is good. It's very Bon Jovi. And he looks good after he cut his hair. And we love Bon Jovi. Billy Shadow. He says it weird. Did you see that? (laughs) He's like, like, your name's Billy Shadow. He goes, Billy Shadow. Yeah. Billy Shadow. So funny. (laughs) I looked him up. He hasn't been in much. He looks familiar, though. He looks like every guy I've ever met. I feel like I've seen him in something else, for sure. Willie Jack. Willie Jack Pickens. Yeah, it's funny. They So they follow his whole trajectory of trying to become a star and trying to get rid of his manager and and then him eventually not succeeding and falling back into, like, drugs and alcohol. But, like, why? <laughs> why? So the book apparently follows more plot lines. Yeah. And I think that that's maybe what I was missing for the movie was, like, yeah. how am I supposed to be more invested in Forney and novally because well first of all when lexi's teasing her that like they're in love that reminds me of that age where you would be like no he doesn't like me he just does everything i need and helps mm-hmm. me like yeah. and you could be like no he doesn't like me it's like you're an idiot yeah they like you and you know they like you she knows she knows but she doesn't know if she wants to to make it anything it's one of, i don't know it's kind of like this when i was started dating jeff i was like if i start dating this man i'm gonna be with him forever and so i was like hesitant to even i was like i don't know if i've dated enough people yet like i still want to go have fun but i was like if i decide because we were friends and i was like if mm-hmm. i decide to like be boyfriend girlfriend that's it and i wasn't ready boyfriend girlfriend boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> go to the boyfriend store get a new boyfriend no i i know what you mean i think like it's really interesting because well, i'm skipping a whole bunch of parts but i'll come back to that when she says to lexi forney's not like us well, first of all, I was like, why? Because they don't really develop that, like, oh, his family has money. Like, yeah. he's rich. Yeah. Like, Forney's doesn't have his shit together either. But she's like, things like that don't happen to girls like us. And I literally made a note. You mean the most beautiful girls yeah. in Oklahoma? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Natalie Portman and Ashley Judd are the girls who can marry out of their circumstances. Absolutely. Like, they, you could be at the Walmart and have someone be like, you... You're going to be a star. I feel like if she was ugly and she had a baby in a Walmart, wouldn't have been on the news. No, wouldn't have been a movie either. No, exactly. (laughs) I wonder how she's described in the book. Oh, yeah. The the tornado. Okay, so when we're watching this movie, I was like, there's two things in movies you don't like. One is hospital scenes with babies (laughs) because you find them upsetting. And two, you fucking hate tornadoes. I hate tornadoes. Why do you love this movie? Um... I think it's just a feel-good movie. Is it? I felt good. People died. I think it's like, you're right. Okay, so I, I'm terrified of weather, but mostly tornadoes. It does go back to Twister. It's a whole thing. My favorite movie of all time. The tornado in this movie's pretty good. Okay, she's literally like lifted up. Her feet are dangling in the air, and then her baby almost gets sucked up into it. When Americus starts walking towards the thing yeah she would have just been sucked over and like flown flown away yeah yeah i don't like that but then sister dies so i get we're moving plot yeah but tornadoes i like i want to i want to talk to somebody who lives in those places like i i have friends who live in florida and yeah. they always have uh hurricanes and like i'm sure that your your insurance is whatever but tornadoes no that's why i said why would you rebuild the house right there 
I okay. Take I, the money and run. You know I love tornadoes. I've watched so many tornado documentaries. Oklahoma sounds like the most terrifying place in the world to live. Every time it would even get cloudy out, I would have a panic attack. I don't know how you live there because they it's horrible. They get a lot of fucking tornadoes. I don't get it. And it's even if they don't get like big ones, they get small ones all the time. They just get severe storms in general. That's why I think also that like my dog Ladybird, she lived in Georgia and she can't even hear a raindrop and so same, same with delta delta lived in georgia. georgia too and they can't they are i've never experienced a dog who's this scared of weather and i think it's because she crying right now i think it's because she lived like outside in some way or like in a in a barn or something and she is terrified of it and in georgia they get insane storms it's the same kind of thing yeah and like i don't know how you live in a place like that when i was in south carolina i did ask the people we were staying with like what do you do for hurricanes and they're like oh they're no bother like they acted like it was no big deal but it's crazy to drive around and you can see there are signs everywhere that says hurricane escape route and there's just these big signs with like a a, a hurricane on it i can't yeah but i also i said to them i kind of want to live through a hurricane and jeff goes don't say that to them and i was like sorry if that's offensive they're like no it's fine i'm like i don't know what, what they it were is. like we lost a whole family i know it's not that i want to live in a hurricane i love i think i just long for community like the idea that everyone together like goes through the same thing oh so you kind of like like di- like disaster relief porn like you that's like what i said disaster yeah. porn yeah not that like even this is horrible but even like during the pandemic i liked that they were we were all doing the same thing yeah like i liked being like i I found comfort when everyone started baking bread and then everyone made bread. Like I was, I found comfort in the fact that we were all having a shared experience. Something about living through a natural disaster means that you're all shared in something. But you don't like that we're sharing Taylor Swift experience. It's too many people. (laughs) (laughs) 70,000 a night. It's less than the pandemic. This is multiple. No, 70,000 a night is too many people. When sister husband leaves everything to Novali... And Novali immediately builds this house. Mm-hmm. My immediate thought was, that's really dumb because that house is going to blow away. I know. That's what I thought, too. Carrie Underwood blown away. I want to also say, feel good movie. This movie, okay, has tornadoes and death, abandonment, and a very graphic description of child sexual assault. Okay. I was going to say, so I think we need to record a content warning yes and put it at the beginning of this episode because oh yeah because when i watched this movie yeah on tv that scene was not in I it i can imagine it wasn't yeah so when i saw this scene mm-hmm. so hey so i read about the book while like before i watched the movie yeah and in the i'm reading it and i'm like oh my gosh there's brownie and praline you know are assaulted by this man I'm like, that wasn't in the movie. And then this whole clip that I've never seen yeah. comes on. And I realize that TBS rightly cut it out. Mm-hmm. I remember it because I have seen it on like a streaming network. But yeah, well, obviously the superstation wasn't going to keep it in. When she's saying, how do men like that find me? Yeah, that is the saddest scene. It, it is so sad. That is the saddest scene her act like she's performance wise oh my god i know even don't talk about ashley judd enough writing wise like that's like that sentiment of like what am i doing like that they're preying on these women was it's so true about 
these predators, these monsters. Yeah. But it broke my heart, and I'm I'm really glad that they didn't go into it further. It was enough. It was though. enough. They did tell you enough. Also, we never talked about Ashley Judd's children in this movie are all named after food. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the latter two, because by the end, she I think she has six. I don't know what the last two are named, but there's Praline, Brownie. I don't even remember what the other Little ones Debbie? were. Was it? What is it? <laughs> Little Debbie. Isn't that her name? Hostess. Donkey. Oh my god. I love the name Praline, first of all. I thought those, it's actually like the cutest name. <laughs> I might steal it. That'd be a good dog name. That'd be a great dog name. And I name, other than Ladybird, I name all my dogs. I just wrote Peace. where the dog is, where <laughs> the heart is. <laughs> I mean, which is worse? Novoli, Americus, um, Brownie, Praline, Cherry, Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. And then she has, she has Ernie. Who else does she have? She has one with that guy. No, not the guy that assaulted her. The no. guy before. Around, the guy at Christmas before. time, she's pregnant. Right. And, and then, then she gets pregnant by the end of the movie again. Mm-hmm. I don't I, know what their babies are called. I was really glad that Brownie is in therapy. Yeah. What did they... What, I thought this like so progressive and like great. Like she's like, they talk... Yeah, they, in therapy, they talk about this. Like what? That's, I can't even... I can't even imagine that guilt as a mother. Oh, yeah. Or what somebody would have to go through. Like, I could, like, I'd, I'd go to jail. Like, I'd just kill him. I actually think well, that people would be like, don't send her to jail. We would have killed him, too. Yeah. Well, she said she planned to kill him. Like, she was going to. Yeah. And then he he beat the shit out of her. It was it's a so wild. Sad. That part was wild in that movie. Because, again, that's what I'm saying. This movie is, like, so campy, corny over-the-top ridiculous everything's kind of funny and weird and even like that scene is so traumatic but the kids names are praline and brownie Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so strange very i don't know she acted it phenomenally it was great yeah it was a great scene in that way but jesus christ that movie took a turn it's a it's the way that um novally handles it I wonder if they insinuate if something hap- like that happened to her because mm-hmm. she knows like what to say. And yeah. nobody's supposed to be like, what, 22? Yeah. That's, yeah. I-, I forget how young she's supposed to be in yeah. this movie. I had literally no clue it was in that. Yeah. No clue. Okay, so <laughs> this is... <laughs> so Forney's sister dies. Mm-hmm. As the paramedics are wheeling her out, the paramedic says... I don't know how you kept her alive this long. Yeah. Sir, not the time or the place. No. Sir. No, it's very much uh, Daryl Hannah being like, I'm going to name my baby. Right? What's yeah. what people in the South saying the worst thing I when someone know. dies? Uh, I guess just they're thinking they're giving him comfort because they're like, like, you did what you could, but yeah. So Forney can't stay in the beautiful home library, so he checks into the seediest motel in the world. Mm-hmm. And him and Natalie have sex together i wrote a note about the sex scene allegedly natalie's first sex scene i wrote worst sex scene i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) why do you say that it was slow the music was terrible it was not sexy it wasn't even romantic it was awkward it was grief sex oh god it reminded me i really hated the sex scene in the new top gun movie because okay the first top gun movie the sex scene's hot Mm -hmm. and that's the whole thing 
And in that movie, they also play the like the title, not the title track, but the main track in the first, you know, Top Gun movie, and it's sexy as shit. And then in this movie, they don't play Gaga while they're fucking, and it's like two kisses and they're done, and it's very soft. I wanted hot shit. Did you say Gaga? Yeah, the Gaga Gaga did the main song for the Top Gun movie, and they don't play it until the end. I wanted hold my hand, hold my while they fucked. I wanted, I wanted dirty nasty with gaga in the background even though tom cruise is old i still wanted it see and this those kinds of sex scenes are what literally made me go through most of my life not knowing a thing about sex because like it was knowing that it was natalie's like first sex scene yeah they hinted at it without doing anything like there's a lot of like they made love is what they did and I, me not knowing anything about, so 2000, I was probably, what, 13? Yeah. Didn't, I didn't know anything about sex. No. So I was like, that's what happens. It's tender and I loving. I hated it. I hated it. I wish there was more, like, though, even though it could be tender and loving, I wish there was more, like, showing him, like, like care for her during it or, like, brushing her hair out of her face or cute romantic. But it was just, like... Well, he does tell her that he loves her after. Yeah. It's just, it kind of does seem like sex told by a 12-year-old. And then they kiss and then the baby comes out. Like, there was nothing happened. Well, it's very weird that that's when they had sex. Because, like, you can't, like, my mind wanders. Like, you gotta know he's, like, at least flashed to the fact that his sister just died. Yeah. While having sex. Yeah. Maybe men's brains don't work like that. There's always, like, a lot of movies employ grief fucking. I don't know what it is. I don't get it. I guess it's like doing something out of the ordinary, but usually like there's alcohol involved. Yeah. This was sober. This actually happens in next week's movie. Oh, right. It does. Natalie Portman fucks someone after their mom dies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, that's her like her, her thing. thing. Whatever a, works. She, you know, she's got a comforting vagina. Well, I don't even, well, she's not really having sex with them. <laughs> but um, no, so Forney decides to go back to Maine, take his sister's ashes to be buried in the family plot. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Natalie just can't, like, leave and look at him. Like, she gets, like, second-day shame. And yeah. she just doesn't really want to be around him. Yeah. I but, know that feeling. Oh, yeah. I've done that, too. Oh, yeah. We're like, it was all hot last night. But today, they do something the next day, usually, that you're like, ick. I know. I know exactly that feeling. It's so gross. But then... She loves him, but she won't admit it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they did enough to, like, really show that she loves him, besides her, like, seeing how much he loves Americus. Yeah. He's a good man, Savannah. I think it's just she was gonna... I don't know. He's a man you marry, but she's not hot for him. No. But, but I mean, he's a good guy. Do you, do you marry the guy that's good for your kids, even if you just have slow, slow quiet sex? I mean, if it could be fast and quiet... That'd be be better. (laughs) It seemed real slow. I mean, it seemed slow. It seemed real slow. I would hear a clock ticking in the background if that was me and be like, Safasadon? But it was just their first time. (laughs) That's true. It is awkward, but I don't know. I don't know. I I just also, there's nothing really sexy about Forney. That Back to my original note. Forney kind of reminds me of Noel from Felicity a little bit. Who's Noel and Felicity? Scott Foley. <gasps> but Scott Foley's so hot. He's so hot. He's but so like, hot. You know where they, they kind of have that nerdy... They're not... 
they're not Ben Scott Speedman. Yeah. There's just like, they're the good guy. Yeah. So, and like the good guy, it doesn't get sexy until you've been through some shit, which Novoli has been. Yeah, but at 22. It's still... Okay, but 22 Novoli years is like literally like 38. That's true. Okay, I get it. He's safe. And good, and not just safe, but I think he's a good pick for her. Mm. Unless he's, unless he's packing what Drake's packing. I don't know about this guy. I can't. I haven't seen it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to Google it. I don't want to look. I haven't Google. Oh, I don't want my Google history to be like <laughs> Drake's dick. I don't want to see it. I'll take everyone's again, word for I it. I saw a TikTok of this lesbian t- showing, referencing what it looked like with a garden hose via length and also posture. I don't know what to what to call it. Um, She was impressed. I was impressed. Okay. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Good for you. Congratulations on you, the big dick. Okay, so then there's B- Willie Jack, mm-hmm. Billy Shadow, who has his fall from grace, meanwhile, mm-hmm. gets into drugs and alcohol, starts like reminiscing about Novoli, gets drunk and falls on a train tracks and loses his legs. In her town. In her town. Because he's gone back to like see her. Yeah, to say he's sorry. Yeah. They have this moment in the hospital where he kind of makes amends, but he doesn't try to, like, be with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the book, she takes him to drive home to Tennessee. Like, oh. she offers to drive him back. No, in the movie, she said that, too. Does she? she I don't does. pay attention to movies. Yeah, she did drive him home. Well, good for her. That's big of her. Yeah, full circle moment, I guess. He dropped her off in a Walmart, and then she, f- complete circle, drives him back. It's so sad, though. Like, lives like that where, like, he just... Willie Jack just could never get it right. No. That's so sad. Again, I don't really know why we had to keep following him, but he ain't got no legs. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, just like Lieutenant Dan. Another Southern movie. Great movie. I don't know if we'll watch it. I don't think we can. It's too much. It's a lot. It's it's like canon. Like, but it can't. also was yesterday we were watching uh, Grey's Anatomy and like someone did LSD and they ch- thought they could fly, and I told Matt that I I think I've never touched drugs like that because of Jenny. Of Jenny, I th- yeah. I saw her almost step off a balcony once mm-hmm. and I was like that's it. And I also saw an episode of Sally Jesse Raphael where someone took ecstasy for the first time and died. Yeah. And like the whole episode was about like the soothers that people used to wear around their necks. Yeah. And I just was like, nope, can't do that. No. So yeah, that's why I never did drugs. Forrest Gump and Sally Just Raphael. Good, good to know. I was going to say an episode of Dawson's Creek is why I don't do drugs. Of course it is. Anyway, also why I don't drink near piers. Right. To follow. I, well, oh gosh, drinking near open water. Forget no. it. Too scary. You can learn a lot from Dawson's Creek. I suggest you check it out. Or don't. When you're done, when you're done, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Or don't. Um, so that's really where the heart is. It ends with Forney and Novoli getting married in the Walmart. Everything's got to happen in a Walmart. Yeah. I love it. People get married at, like, McDonald's. They get married at Disney World. Would you, is there any place that you would get married instead of not live in, but uh, that's Mecca enough for you that you'd be like, I want to get married there? Um, no. No? No. Okay. I don't know. I do, okay, Sephora? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Matt would love that. The bride that. is coming up from the YSL beauty counter. I'm sure Matt would love that. No. Um, I don't know. I've never been like a 
Disney person or Harry no. Potter world or anything like that. So I do have an obsession. I'm not. I honestly, I've always said that like going to Vegas is on the very bottom rung of like the trips I'd want to take because for us it is like kind of far and pretty oh, yeah. expensive, and I'd rather spend that money on anywhere else. But I have an obsession with like these Vegas weddings, not the you know the rushed ones where you get drunk and you get married, but the planned ones where people take like lots of cool photos in vegas they usually wear really cute like shorter dresses like have you seen lily allen and yes. uh, david harbour's wedding where they got in and out and she wore the cutest little dress i love them or like ben affleck and jennifer lopez's wedding yeah they did yeah. that too and then um another girl i love grace helbig got married there and like it's like them in a convertible them outside you it's know kitsch. i and it makes me regret how i did I, that's the wedding i want i feel like for both of those people that you just named, well, David Harbour, Leon, not the first marriage. Yeah. I feel like it's like maybe you do something serious and then the next time you're like, oh, for me, I don't think anyone would look at me and be like, that makes sense for her. No, it does. Yeah. And also, oh, so there's another girl I know who lives in our town. I don't know if she still does, but she used to live here. She's a friend of a friend and I saw on Facebook, she did the same thing and she wore like a leather jacket with her little, mm. her shorter wedding dress and they have pictures of them like driving in the desert is like mm. their wedding photos in a convertible. And I just thought for photos alone, I love, I love the vibe of the Vegas wedding. I obviously did the exact opposite and did it in my own home, so I don't know why, but I just... I have the Elvis sideburns. And you want to marry us? Yeah. Huh. Mama. <laughs> Who do you take? Mama. <laughs> I also love the idea of getting married by an Elvis. You know it next time. <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting second, next time. Second wedding, I'm calling it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm never getting married again. I'm going to be like Goldie and Kurt with whoever i am with <laughs> we're both deciding yeah. that we will be in relationships after this one listen no our wedding planning was so stressful no. i just would never do it again unless we get married in vegas with an elvis there's no planning there's a face hill song that goes hey baby let's go to vegas yeah yeah just like when remember i used to cry whenever um uh, bruno mars's wedding was the i want to marry you song yeah on? yeah why i don't know Oh, I think um, men sharing their feelings makes me cry. Oh, I just thought you wanted like one of those like flash mob proposals. No. Oh, my God. No, I know. I know that video you're talking about. No, it's you not used that. to tell me I used to cry when you would hear engagement ring ads on the radio. I cry a lot in the car. It's kind of where I cry. That's so funny. Yeah. Everything in the car. Cry. I literally cry whenever a Taylor Swift song comes on really i'm just so proud of her sometimes i know this is a roller coaster like i need to get a therapist on here i can't keep track i have very complicated feelings you do but one of them is that i'm like good for you girl i get very proud too yeah i say that's my baby and i'm proud uh taylor swift songs do you have one i do (gasps) okay is it because that girl sent you a lyric or no it's a movie okay what so uh no victoria sent us a movie recommendation which we're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch it now because we said like i've never seen saving mr banks and i feel like it'll make me cry yeah but we'll watch it um thank you victoria for writing in and yeah thanks victoria such a detailed and like they can really tell like you actually listen to us yeah <laughs> which like i feel a little insecure about that you're actually paying attention to the things that we say but i love it yeah um and i don't even know what that movie is oh it's when he's wait wait 
Is this it Hugh whole Grant? time, I've been thinking it's the one where he's Mr. Rogers. The whole time. Not. The whole time. The whole time. Wait, you're thinking, you think that her favorite movie, she said it was from 2011. You thought it was the Tom Hanks movie where he's Mr. Rogers from like <laughs> yeah. three years ago? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what is, okay, now we have to look up, what is it called? I Saving Mr. Banks. Isn't it about, it's about Disney. Is it? 20, I think so. 2013. It is Tom Hanks. Okay, yeah, you're you're like not far off. I thank God I didn't write back, you know, I love Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we call Saving Mr. Banks? I don't know. I literally Mr. never Rogers. thought about it. That's so funny. Saving Private Ryan. Emma, saving. Anything Emma Thompson is bound to be a comfort watch. She picks good movies. Mr. Banks. What is it about? Oh, it's oh, it's the Mary Poppins one. Like I'm getting Mary Poppins made. Okay, well maybe we'll have to see it. I'm gonna have to see it now that I know it's not the friggin' I haven't seen this one either. No. I just kinda stopped watching Tom Hanks movies, sorry. He's he's a level of famous where he could be at him. It's like Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. But he is endearing. I'll have mm-hmm. to watch it. Okay, so no, my Taylor Swift song, I have a couple. So for the theme of this movie, I picked Change, which is from Fearless. Okay. And so it's basically just about, like, overcoming obstacles. Yeah. Uh, it was actually, I think, a tie-in for one of the Olympics. Really? She had an Olympic song? She had a song. She had a music video that was, like, on NBC Really? For one of the Olympics. I literally have a category of music I called Olympic songs. Really? No, they're bad. They're oh. like the songs that you would put, I think it's maybe Canadian specific, but like, it's like a vaguely rock-ish motivational yep. song that they would play in a commercial for the Olympics are like the exact opposite genre of things I would listen to. Well, that's what she did. <laughs> and it's called Change. And it's I've literally good. talked about this so many times with Jeff. Like, this is an Olympic song. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Well, she did it. Oh, good. Now I gotta listen to it. Change? Change. From Fearless. Yeah, and if we're talking about Forney and Novali, I think he knows. Or Paper Rings. Paper Rings. Mm-hmm. That's cute. That's what I think. Okay, I'll give you that. There's nothing about having a baby in a Walmart in any of her songs? Not yet. Maybe mm. on the new one. Maybe in... The poet school. Poet school. <laughs> <laughs> the department of... Poets. Of magic. Yeah. <laughs> department of magic. What's one... What's one... I'm trying to think of any of the song names off that album that were so fucked up. Florida! There's Daddy, I love Florida? him. Yeah. So Long London? Or London Goodbye? I don't know. I can't remember. But That's, Daddy, I Love Him. That's actually a great song title. But it's based on a shirt that Harry Styles wore. Oh, I thought it was, everyone said it was based off of Ariel. Probably, Little but Mermaid. he wore a shirt with that said that. <gasps> I love the songs. Any song that is of hers that is rumored to be about Harry Styles is always one of my favorites. Any song that's about for hers that's about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Calvin Harris song. I want to know the details of what happened there. I thought we had that on reputation well gorgeous she's like my boyfriend's up in the club doing i don't know what high infidelity is about him oh really yeah oh i didn't know that do you really want to know where i was april 29th oh yeah yeah so that one and then she's not releasing the album on april april 29th well apparently this is 11 days after her breakup with joe was announced like I don't the know. The eleventh album, girls doing too much math for me these days. I don't like math. We at gotta all. go back to. I don't. I don't want any of this bed math shit. Let's go back. Uh. So okay. Where the heart is, <laughs> I like this movie a lot. 
not with that scene in it. Mm-hmm. But comfort rating, what are you going to give it? This one's not high for me. It was fun to rewatch. I'll give it to you. I had a good time watching it again. But, like, I think I might be retiring this one this in is, my life. This is actually my second time this year watching it. Really? I made Laura watch it. Because I said, haven't you ever seen the baby girl who gets married in the Walmart? Or no, I was singing the beat of the heart song yeah and then i was like you gotta watch this movie and you don't remember that part i don't think we made it there i think she went home oh because i think she was like i gotta go okay well i'm gonna give it 6.8 house shoes out of 10 i need to get some house shoes mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 7.7 roll of pennies down your pants pockets <laughs> I forgot about that part. 7.7? Yeah. I think that's high. I'm going to go high. Okay. Because I think it's an easy watch, Mm -hmm. minus that scene. Mm -hmm. I love everyone in it. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Starker Channing. She's great. I love her. We got to watch Grease. That'll have to be at our musical event. I like Grease too better. But I... Yeah, we know. Um, (laughs) But I feel like the central... The central storyline of this is Lexi and Ovaly. I agree. And I would have wanted more of it if I could have had Me it. Me too. I would have wanted more. That was one of my questions. Whose line, whose storyline do you wish they explored more? Lexi. Lexi. I just like looking at her. She's so cute. She was great. So the budget for Where the Heart Is was $15 million. Yeah. $40 million at the box office mm. in total. Yeah, this this all tracks. I mean, you're, you've recouped funds. They probably spent $10 million of that just doing the CGI tornado. Yeah. I don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Yeah. But anywho. So next week, we're changing things up a little bit and doing a more modern 2005. It's not that modern. Um, We're doing at least the movie I've said for 20 years is my favorite movie of all time. I think it's number two um, because Natalie Portman is in this movie. She's also in Garden State. This is like a millennial. You got I don't know. I've seen it once. I've seen it hundreds of times i love it so much it's a little different than our normal like quirky nostalgia but i think that a lot of people have seen this movie and a lot of people have like deep feelings about it i'm excited to like make you watch it again you can come over and we'll watch it together and i'll try not to mouth every word as we watch it because <laughs> i've seen it so many times you can i just I'll... i don't even need to rewatch this movie it's your favorite yeah but I'm ready. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are into it. If you want to send us your favorite comfort watches, we'll read them on the pod. We might even watch them. You can inspire us to watch them. You can always find us on Instagram at Comfort Watch Podcast. Yes. Comfort Watch Podcast. And TikTok. And TikTok. I haven't been posting much. I got to step it back up again. Just Mm -hmm. life has been a little bit busy. Um, And then email us at comfortwatchpod at gmail.com. I think that's it. You can like leave a review please leave reviews a nice review message us the movies you want us to do your favorite movie why you love it you know what someone recommended that from here at steel magnolias we go fried green tomatoes oh like we stay south we're going to new jersey we said we're going to new jersey we'll circle back we'll circle back we're circle back we're we're gonna do all over america's is a large nation it is a large nation gotta do a little little something a little something for everyone you know yeah uh yeah thanks for listening until next time stay comfy stay cozy bye, bye.